guys. Hello. Today on uh, your favorite uh, Baylor, but not really Baylor uh, podcast, uh, a, uh, a quirked out white boy with a little bit of swag started busting it down sexual style, and he might even have been goaded with a sauce. He came up Was big he? on Monday, uh, but first, a word from our friends at Homefield. Um, Homefield is your number one source of extremely comfortable college apparel. Um, I'm looking here at some of the uh, options here. Today, we do have Max Garner uh, with us to chat a little bit about baseball. And he recommended I take a look at a couple of the LSU offerings here. And I, I, I got to say, looking pretty good, the purple and gold there. Um, go check that out. Also, the North Carolina selection, really, really strong. Looking here with the uh, kind of angry, drunk-looking Ram on the tank top there might have to might have to pick up that one uh for 15 percent off your order use code bears 12 b-e-a-r-s-1-2 for 15 percent off and of course free shipping on orders over a hundred dollars again that's homefieldapparel.com code bears 12 um big eventful weekend i would say across it has been a it has been a week is that what they well, say I look, I'm not at my strongest right now. We'll talk about it later. But like oh, I no, said, the expression. Yeah, uh, mm, yeah it, it's been a week. It we, we I'm very excited for this episode. I'm very excited mm -hmm. for this because we have our good friend and also baseball guy. That's his official title. Baseball guy uh, on the pod with guy. us. Max, Max Garner. Welcome, man. It's, it, it probably took too many episodes. But then again, you only really know about one sport. Uh, and that's baseball. You don't really pay attention to anything else. That is um, true. I don't watch Baylor. I don't watch anything. Nope. I, I, I don't like. I don't even like football. So I don't. You know don't even like football, and that's why you have a tailgating spot. That's true. Uh, at the at the football games. Um, I'm I'm really happy to have you. We'll we will talk baseball towards the end. But uh, like I said, some some events happened over the weekend that I think we need to break down first. Um, Can we talk about them. I think that is actually probably a pretty good idea. It's better than not talking about them, I would say. All right. Unfortunately, we have to start in kind of a, I wouldn't even say sad place, just minorly disappointing uh, when Baylor went to, uh, who, who even cares what small village it was in Alabama where <laughs> Baylor went to go play basketball? <laughs> Dude, I, I do not know a single thing about the geography of Alabama, nor do I care to. Not really something that's on my agenda to learn. But Baylor went to Alabama, um, played a frustrating game for most, I would say, uh, and ended up uh, dropping that one, unfortunately, uh, to Alabama. Let me see here. Get the final score for you because everybody's very important. That's what they come here for. 87-78. And uh, uh, I watched that. It sucked. I hated it. Yeah, I, I only got to watch parts of it. So I will rely on you guys. What was the general vibe from that game? It was just choppy. It, it, they just it was just choppy the whole time on offense, especially just kind of couldn't get anything going. And Alabama was hitting some good shots that were just annoying. So yeah, we never for, really had like a rhythm. It, it was like a we were, we were trying to find our sea legs and then the game was over. Never found them. I feel like that is what most people have said. So the thing about Alabama, if if people aren't aware, 
maybe the most uh i'm gonna bust out a pretty big word here so evan if you need to take a second that's fine all right mercurial right so this team this alabama team has the talent in a raw perspective to go to the final four but they're just all over the place they are very wild when it comes to results so i I don't actually feel bad about it because it's an extremely talented team baylor was in a weird spot missing uh what was it just one player or two players um i don't know i think it was two that um matt uh they just max we're just dealing with people who are banged up lj Cryer was out our leading scorer that, that, um, no big deal. Just our leading score. And Matt, uh, Max just texted me, and I think he's embarrassed to ask this, but he wanted me to ask you what mercurial means. Uh, I know what it means, but Matt wants or Max wants me to have you tell him. So if you could do that for me. It, oh, is that really what it is? Okay. Um, I believe it is like uh, subject to very subject to uh, big swings hmm. in in results. I think it it refers to like somebody's mood or mind. Okay. That's what I was also going to say. Yeah, Max. Unpredictable. Got yep, got it. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I'm glad I could help. I truly hate both of you. Um, so Baylor drops uh, a game to Alabama on Saturday. I, I really don't feel like we need to go into it more, but in in the effort of being open and you know facing adversity head on, we did get a voicemail that I feel like, unfortunately, we do have to play. Right. Hey, guys. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Let's just say my name is um, uh, Strumble Hege. Um, Les Strumble Hege. Uh, I'd like to talk about that fraud of a basketball pr- program that you call the Baylor Bears. Um, all the Big 12 teams played sec teams this week and you know we all got to do our part to uphold the integrity of the conference and texas went out there and did its job although in ugly fashion against our old coach rick barnes meanwhile baylor couldn't hold up their end of the bargain because they lost to alabama in basketball y'all lost to alabama in basketball i'm not sure what's going on over there with that baylor basketball program but i think lies have been told um yeah i'll hang up and listen good hang up and listen look all right i'm about to get revved. Texas fan. i'm about i'm about to get revved up here man it's, um, it it started off jokey jokey and then we found out Tej only knows one phrase and that's hold up your end of the bargain and <laughs> i i know i know this dude is not in here talking about baylor's basketball program when you have a loss to Seton Hall on this year's record, I I know that I know this is not happening. Somebody please, mm, I be being friends with Teej is I, I consider him a friend. I don't think he would call me a friend, but I I refer to him as a friend. Um, I would say it's like a net positive on my life, but there's nothing worse than being friends with Teej for 16 minutes after your team loses anything. You lost to Kansas State at home after losing to Iowa State, which was a game and a half. Kansas and football at home in Austin. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know, man. Worth mentioning that he was preaching some personal responsibility bars. I believe. I think Magatige has logged back on. Magatige, Baylor, and he was calling to brag about the state of Alabama. So, uh, Tige, come on the pod. Your bootstraps, Baylor, is what Tige is saying. (laughs) 
uh, just just remarkable. We'll we'll have him on after Baylor plays them twice. Pack the because I, I I just pack the <laughs> We will talk about the the weekend that Texas had here in a moment. Um, but first, I did want to dive into the West Virginia game uh, that Baylor played on Monday. <laughs> Um, that was a bit of an adventure. Uh, Baylor was missing uh, not only Eldre Cryer again uh, for a foot situation, but Adam Flagler was announced to be out really, like really close to tip yeah. with yeah. a knee injury. Uh, and it was looking not fantastic, considering those are two players that do a lot of the off ball offense for this team, right? We, we had uh, James Kenjo back uh, and healthier, but you need more guard play than that. And I'll be damned if Baylor didn't come out and and pull away in the last couple of minutes, thanks to that quirked yeah. out white boy with a little bit of swag, busting Good it down sexual style. And we did find out that Matt Meyer is goaded with the sauce. Um, <laughs> confirmed. <had> a, <laughs> it is confirmed. Uh did y'all, uh, Evan? I know you watched this game, Max. Did you have a chance to watch it? Yeah, I watched. I sat, I got to sit down and watch it all by myself, which was nice. Oh, that sounds that sounds lovely. Um, actually, I do have something about this game I'd like to talk about because Please, I feel like off. I feel like um, I don't I don't want to overestimate my reach on the internet, but I will say there was quite a few people on Flo Thamba thirty point watch early in that game and. That at one point, he was on pace for 30 points. Fate, it wasn't in the cards for him to get 30 points. But, uh, Matt, I, I saw you opening up that Venmo app just in case. So He's getting nervous. It un- looks- unfortunately, this is probably the best chance he would have ever had to get 15 shots up. With, with West Virginia not having a fantastic post presence, right? Not anymore after they just could not retain their best player on the team. He went to Kentucky and just became Kentucky's best player. Like, don't get me started on that. Um, but yeah, Flo Thamba started off very hot. And then Coach Drew pulled him because him and I are tight. And I was like, yo, Coach, let me hold 100 bucks. Or can you make sure Flo Thamba, like doesn't get 30 tonight? And he was like, yeah, bet. For sure. On my mama. That's what he said. And, uh, <laughs> on my mama. And and unfortunately, we did not see that. But Baylor does get the win, even though it was tight for most of the game. Matt Meyer was pressing still a little bit, but ended up, uh, as they say, busting it wide open mm-hmm. um, at the at last three minutes or so, I think is when he scored just about all of his points. That was going to be one of my facts. It was three minutes and 46 seconds is when he got his first point. Yep. Yep. What was that um, word you talked about earlier uh, you, that you taught us? Yeah, mercurial. He, he was very mercurial last night. Well, yeah, and me and Max were just texting off screen. We were saying, dude, that's like a pretty mercurial performance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Um, so, some other notes from this game. Baylor starting 0 for 7 from the free throw line at the beginning of the Immortal 10 game made me think, why didn't we just miss three more and make it just yeah. like an honorary? We totally meant to do that thing yeah because they, it goes from like really embarrassing stupendously embarrassing mathematically impossible wow really thoughtful Hilarious. and cool exactly. Love that you did that yeah we fucked, exactly. we fumbled that bag uh i have no real thoughts about that i think that's fucking hilarious i it, i hope that happens again 
so I funny. I liked uh, Matt's tweets about it. Like, you're open. You're hey. like 15 <laughs> feet away from the basket. Look, some, <laughs> some basketball 101. For those of you new to the sport, some basketball 101. A free throw uh, doesn't mean that it doesn't cost any money. It means that literally nobody can guard you. And you are there. And you have <laughs> as much time as you need. And sometimes more to shoot the shot from the free throw line. Same place every time. You don't have to jump if you don't want to. You can if you want to. You can throw it underhand. You can throw it above. You can do whatever you want. So all you have to do is like practice it and just not think about and, it too much. And everyone goes a step further, and we all be quiet. We all stop what we're doing so you can take. Yep. So you can do your thing. Do your do your yep. thing. And we yeah, all sit there, thing. and it's it's kind of a weird phenomenon that we do that. I mean, I get the strategy behind no noise, but it's pretty weird that we're, we're all just like, all right. We're all, we're all watching you. We're all focused <laughs> on it right yeah, now. Every, everything's uh, under- Everyone should can carry on with your conversation. It makes it a little easier. <laughs> yeah, you should be allowed to like talk amongst your friends, you know, <laughs> like chit chat. Um, in, in all seriousness, like the, the free throws thing is becoming, a, it is now a thing for this Baylor team. And that that's not fantastic, but hopefully they shake it off. Uh, and it ended up not mattering spotting West Virginia seven free points uh, because, like I said, Baylor did come out with the win. Uh, the other notable item from this game is Jeremy Sohan apparently wound up like Popeye uh, after eating some spinach and punched Taz Sherman directly in the jaw on purpose with extreme prejudice and intent. Gave him the old why I ought Yeah, the, the other thing that could have possibly happened there is that uh, Taz Sherman just kind of ran into him. And it was just a, a bad angle and it just kind of happened and yeah. nobody's at fault. Can you imagine how raucous the West Virginia public library system probably was? <laughs> <laughs> just no. Little Caesars pizza all over the walls. <laughs> They're all crowding around their one computer, logging in now. Everyone's trying to do the two-factor authentication on their phone. Everyone just trying to log in to say... <laughs> Fuck Baylor. They shouldn't be a school. Do you, do you think there's like one internet cafe like in some shows where they show like old town Korea or whatever and it's just one internet cafe? Um, just you're, I believe you're mispronouncing what they have in West Virginia. I believe, okay. they're, e- I believe they're ethernet cafes. Ethernet um, cafes. There you yes. Go. And eateries. Okay. And eateries, and eateries. yes. Um, man, so a lot of people online were upset um about two things one was the quote-unquote punch the other was just the overall result of the game and evan you and i specifically came across some individuals that uh hail from west virginia or are fans of the school or were betting on the game that were (laughs) extremely upset Um, and I, i i actually do have a voicemail from a west virginia fan uh, kind of oh, summarizing. Please don't be their, joking. Please don't let this be a joke. They are summarizing their thoughts about the game. All right, here it is. Oh, I hope this is real. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> So that, you know, he he brought up some interesting points there. I mean, he was 
mainly I'm a squealing little piggy man, um, I think was his main point. And I, I, I tend to agree. You know, I think a lot of them are squealing little piggy men and women uh, who are upset about Baylor beating them again. Smoking Musket, uh, the SB Nation blog, one of them, uh, because af- every time uh, Baylor beats them in an athletic competition, they say Baylor shouldn't even be a school. Um, and I just think it's uh, it's a shame they have to tweet the same thing so many times. And you would think people from West Virginia would be adamantly supportive of a Bible college. This is their bread and butter. Do well, you think they could read it? Yeah, I, I would. I would say more of more of a pastor uh, situation <laughs> happening in the Appalachians there. But um, yeah, man, it it was uh, it was a rough day for West Virginia fans online. We had somebody online saying that they were happy that the Immortal Ten got hit by a train, which I thought oh, was yeah. um, an interesting take to have after a sporting contest. Um, there's a lot. I'm down with a lot of slander. Like I feel like my tolerance is really high. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I could type that out on my keyboard. I don't know if I could get those letters out. Making fun of like an accident or like a natural disaster. Um, I don't see how that's fun personally. Like even from a troll perspective, I don't see how that's fun. And I'm not even like you know, wagging my finger at this person. They're, they're too dumb to care about that, but it's just more curious than anything else. Like what, what drives you to that? Oh, maybe it's being a West Virginia athletics fan. Maybe that's what drives you to that point. Do you think it was maybe that we were missing half of our starters both times that we beat them this year? Yeah, that's entirely possible. That could have made him a little extra mad about it. I'm not, I'm not an expert. Maybe it's the fact that their Hall of Fame coach doesn't give a shit about recruiting hardly anymore. Did she have um, necklace though? <laughs> the the Bob Huggins necklace, the the chain, yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> that good. was nice. That Bob was, Huggins was, sold was, me an insurance policy that last week. Did I tell you all that? I was really? in Waco, and Bob Huggins sold me a life insurance policy. He was super How aggressive about, about it too. How about that? I'm sure he gave you a nice big hug and cried over you when because he was so happy to know you. Yeah. Um, that, that's a reference for Bob Huggins fans out there. Um, West Virginia, Baylor, the result that we wanted, even though we weren't expecting the path uh, on how we got there, pretty, pretty good. Any other thoughts on the West Virginia game? Uh, yeah, I think our team without our top two scores being a probably Sweet 16 team is really bad news for the rest of the country. Pretty good, right? Dale Bonner got some really good minutes. Big Dale had some really big moments in that game. I thought it was great. Um, I we call him Big Dale now. I think mm-hmm. that's just what we what we do. Um, right, Bubba. And and like you said, oh hey hey other Dale yeah. on on behind Evan there on the bed. That's a good dog right there. That's a good dog. Um, I like you said Evan, which I was again very impressed with. Like I told you in person uh, a couple nights or last night. Uh, when did we see each other in person? We'll what talk happened? about that here in a second. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, but like you said, like it's super important and and super beneficial for some of those other players to get some burn, right? Dale mm-hmm. Bonner being primarily the one. Jordan Turner got some burn, as you mentioned, like before the season ever started. You thought you might see some Jordan Turner burn, and Up next. you did. Um, so really, really good for the reserves there. Um, let's move on to 
some of the other games that happened this week in the Big 12. Two notable ones, Kansas versus Iowa State and Texas versus Texas Tech. We actually, all three of us, we watched these in person sure last did. night. We got pretty that was drunk. pretty fun. Um, we, we did. We did. <laughs> um, I am six years older than you, Evan. Max, we are about the same age. Yep. I felt like I was amongst peers. Uh, we had a couple other uh, people from Baylor Twitter show up um, who are younger than us, Max. Um, so and I, I felt like younger than me too. They're younger than you um, by a couple years. So I felt like while I was amongst peers, I was comfortable being the senior member of the group, and that was fine. I was okay with that. I felt comfortable. Um, what I did not realize is how uncomfortable I would feel afterwards. I can't hang anymore, and that's okay. It's something that I've come to accept about myself. It's just I, ha- I have to pace myself differently. I have to ice down the joints like Kobe after after playing. Like It's just it was not a fun morning, uh, but it was a very fun evening where we got to see um, Iowa State fumble the bag again, uh, considering they were playing That's Kansas weird. without uh, without one of their best players, uh, without two of their best players, actually, and Ochai Abaji and Remy Martin. And Iowa State just is not good at offensive basketball. You heard it here first, folks. What, what do you think it's like being an Iowa State fan this year and having two teams that you thought were going to make the final four of their respective sports? To be wait, fair. no, wait, let me, can we take that part yes. out? I forgot yeah. that Iowa State basketball was a trash can last year. But what I'm, some, I'm getting some at. Say they, some say they didn't win a single conference game the last season. They some went are saying, 0 for 19. Not me. not me, I'm not saying that. Other people are saying that they didn't win a conference game last season. Has there ever been a 19-game losing streak in the Big 12 before? I we need a producer so I can I tell someone know. to look it up. We got the budget for a producer. We do need a producer. And uh, if you want to help support us uh, in our quest to get a producer, patreon.com slash between two bears. Some some good stuff. We'll do our uh, youth group here later this week and uh, have some bonus stuff for you here pretty soon. So a lot of fun stuff. Again, patreon.com slash between two bears. Yeah, we we do need a producer to help us fact check and just call us stupid every once in a while because I can't do both. I, can't I don't get enough of that these days. So that's good for me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Kansas uh, with a definitive win over Iowa State. And then there was the Texas-Texas Tech game where Chris Beard returns to Lubbock for the first time uh, to just a very warm welcome of a bunch of Texas Tech students following the bus. Every middle finger that was there was raised. Uh they, now they have to figure out which one is their middle finger a little differently. They have to count, which is, you know, mm-hmm. hey, it's it's a it's a it's a process counting which finger is your middle finger. But they got they got it right most of the time and they held them up very high and proud to the bus as it approached the stadium. Um, and basically throughout the entire game, I believe at one point they were chanting Chris Beard is a pussy or something to that effect. Beard, beards a pussy. Loudly. Or, yeah. Beard's a pussy. Crystal okay. clear. Yeah, crystal clear okay. for, for national uh, TV. It was, a, it was a scene, and we got to watch it together um, at a venue uh, with other some other Texas Tech fans that happened to show up. And I, we were and all just very man. happy. And a British man. That's mm-hmm. true. And it was just a, it was a it was a nice atmosphere. Um, I think it's safe to say that Texas is one Bad. of the three bottom one of the three worst teams in the conference. 
Yeah, I have some thoughts about this. Yeah. Um, one, do you could you imagine having any strong emotions about someone named Chris Beard? Um, he is secondly, basketball Tom Herman. Yes, I do. I have strong thoughts about Chris Beard. He is basketball you? Tom Herman. Do you have strong thoughts Tom about Herman. Tom Herman? Do you think about Tom Herman? I think it is very funny when a coach thinks very highly of himself, but is also extremely insecure and looks extremely uncomfortable anytime there's a high-pressure situation. If you looked at Chris Beard's face at any point during the game last night, he looked remarkably uncomfortable. And if you remember back in the day, Tom Herman, when faced with a high-pressure situation, was literally shaking with anxiety uh, yeah. while, while messing with his headset. One of my all-time favorite. He was pooping live. I feel like he absolutely did. Yeah, I feel like both Tom Herman and Chris Beard are like, um, like multiverse variants of Bobby Hill, <laughs> like Bobby Hill of Bobby Hill, <laughs> like like Tom Herman is like Bobby Bobby Hill if he accidentally got a job and like was trying really hard to get people to think he was like a serious adult who wanted to do a serious job, and I feel like Chris Beard is. Bobby Hill, like left alone at a grocery store. I, I think that makes Scott Drew Hank Hill. Yes, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Scott what, Drew that's, do got a Hank Hill, but I don't know if he does. I don't he know has if you're a aware Hank of that. Hill, but, uh, the the uh, coach's butt show will be coming later, probably in the off season. Well, we we will go and describe every uh, Baylor coach's butt, um, which is definitely an that. appropriate thing to do. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's right up our alley. My best friend's dad, his name is Steve, and we call him Butt Dad Steve because he Butt had Dad Steve. Butt Dad Steve. He had two children Here's go to Baylor, one go to Texas Tech. So he has one of those shirts that's like down the middle uh. and it just says butt on it. And we get, we all, I say we get a selfie. His children get a selfie that they then share with me every time. And uh, so our, our so whole you're not friend invited. Group call, no. So you're not invited. Okay. No. Our whole friend group calls him Butt Dad Steve. So, but Dad Steve, that that might have to be the title of the episode. I don't know. But Dad um, Steve, <laughs> any any other? Th I, I'm hoping you guys had as much fun as I had last night because that was fun oh. watching some basketball with you guys. <laughs> I uh, I've been doing this thing. One of my like goals for the year is to like not be too cool to like share my thoughts. Don't worry, you're, and, you're achieving uh, it. I'm doing great. And oh, okay. I I walked into my apartment when you dropped me off last night and my roommate, he's like a night owl, so he was up and he was playing video games. And I closed the door and I dropped my stuff to the ground and I said, I had the most delightful time tonight. <laughs> and I said oh, it like, boy. I said it with like the, the clearest eyes I've ever had. And I, and I was just like, <laughs> I had the most delightful time tonight. I just uh, forgotten that I also enjoy non-Baylor teams just dragging Texas up and down a court and or field almost as much as watching Baylor do it. It's true. It, mm -hmm. it, removing burnt orange from the conversation. This Texas Tech team plays so and wins ugly, but they have personalities on that team and names on that team mm -hmm. that are just remarkably fun. Can you imagine going to school with a name like Adonis Arms. Can so you imagine that being your name? It, mm, well, can you just like, can you imagine being in middle school and your name is Adonis Arms? Just yeah, remarkable. That sounds cool as hell. Absolutely he, remarkable. He is wasting his life not becoming a Hall of Fame Major League Baseball pitcher. Yeah. I feel like I, the universe is worse off. I in a different direction there, but yeah. 
um, the universe is worse because he's not the the closer for the Yankees for the next decade and a half. Well, you have to, you have to wear sleeves in baseball, which is uh, something to, that takes away from that. I suppose. Well, actually, would... actually, fun fact: shut the up. Reds we're not even jerseys. We're not even talking year. about that yet. No, <laughs> we're not there yet. You will. We will get to talk about baseball here in a little bit and recommendations you, on how to make the game better. You brought we got it some up. voicemails. I did bring it up. That's true. Um, before we get to baseball, though, the Baylor women's basketball team deserves a couple minutes here at the very least because they are on a heater right now. Uh, they in on Wednesday, they go to Lubbock and they beat Texas Tech definitively on yeah. Saturday. They go to Morgantown and beat West Virginia definitively. And right now they're playing Oklahoma and I don't know what the score is because I haven't looked there for a while. They're up last time I seven minutes left. Seven minutes left, up one. Oklahoma, uh, another ranked team. Nikki Collin has this team playing, and it's remarkable what a Baylor women's team can look like when you are not playing 1970s basketball. Yeah, and I will just I will just leave it at that. Um, when you are not generating all of your offense from post ups with everybody just standing around the three point line, it's amazing what an offense can look like. Matt, do you mind if I share that take I sent you earlier this evening? Please, please um, do. I want to preface this with I respectfully. I have, I truthfully only have good things to say about Kim Mulkey. I don't, I don't have a bad thought about her in my brain. I know some people do. A lot of people may. I don't. I love her. She is Lucille Bluth. She is absolutely. <laughs> she is absolutely Lucille Bluth. It's just one Elite Eight, Michael. What can it cost? Four centers on the court at the same time. <laughs> That's like, but like exactly as right. Lucille Bluth has been just punching me in the teeth for the last year, and I haven't been able to realize it. Pretty smart, pretty successful, like remarkably successful, very wealthy, but just a little out of touch with modern basketball. Um, for for any listener who who might be lost, Lucille Bluth is the matriarch of the Bluth family. Um, that is from the show Arrested Development. It is my like number two favorite show of all time. If you've never watched it, please do me a favor. Pause the podcast right now. Just type in don't, Arrested Development no, do Lucille Bluth. Oh, no, that lady yeah, died recently. That's not we don't. Did we she don't, really? Oh, yeah, shit. she died like a month ago. But oh, go no. watch Arrested Development with my take in mind and get back to me. Um, uh, Evan Aber, uh, the uh, the Arrested Development Pedia. Um, in, in living flesh there. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, so the women's basketball team, they are finding their stride. Um, I'll be honest, though. I haven't watched the hour time, the newest hour time episodes, episodes three, four, five. I'm kind of since they're shorter, I'm kind of waiting to just knock them out probably this Saturday. Um, so we'll, we might have to do a little bit of a chat there uh, for the Patreon uh, about our time because it's, it's pretty good. I just want to save it. I want to savor it. And I haven't yeah. had a chance to like sit down and watch it. Um, good deal. Uh, before Max, we're, we're I promise you, you're sitting there itching like a something on a fuzzy tree to talk about baseball. We're going to get to it. Okay. Um, but first a, a quick word about our friends over at symbol. Uh, if you would like to, um, maybe just not have as a volatile of experience as you might with regular sports betting, Evan, Max, we have it. We had a friend, that went absolutely bonkers because he won $67 off of an 18 parlay. I was um, told not to give him a shame. You, you don't have to 
you don't you don't have to live that life. You don't have to be, ride the highs and lows like that. You can just put money on teams that you believe in and watch your money go up. That's all you have to do uh, with can symbol. We, can Evan, we talk you were wanting about, to say something. Yes. Can we talk about that eight game parlay that our friend Zach has been bragging about? Did Evan, that's literally at, what I just referenced. I know. I know. I want to dive okay. into that. Okay. Did you look at that bet? He bet eight heavy favorites. Yep. Yep. And he got very lucky. Um, but you don't have to do that with Symbol. You can just uh, buy low and sell high on teams that you believe in uh, and watch the money come in. They are still running the $500 money back guarantee. If you deposit $500 and for some reason you just say, eh, not for me, you know, after uh, 30 days, uh, then they'll just give you your money back. I mean, damn, that there is no other sports book that will do that. Um, and uh, that's why Symbol is fantastic. Again, use Bears 12 for that money back guarantee promotion. Um, and uh, that is B E A R S 1 2. Symbol.com. Uh, fantastic stuff. You, I'm sorry, did you have like betting advice? Evan, what what were you getting into there? Um, no advice that I that just that doesn't impress me. You know, like like betting a favorite is a good way to slowly increase your money that you're making from gambling. But don't come tell me that you bet on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. You know, I don't need all that. Take a risk. Evan with step Evan the the NFL right money with all those favorites. Exactly. <laughs> just just step step off the ledge a little bit, Zach. The water's fine. I say that because I put two hundred dollars on Davion Mitchell as rookie of the year. Um, you did. It's true. Yeah, and uh, I just want people to hurt the way I hurt, so I can share that with somebody. Hurt people, hurt people. So that's what's going on here. That's that's what's going on. Zach, I apologize. Just, it is a vicious cycle. Um, much like being a Mets fan, I would imagine. And on that note, I suppose Max, it is time to talk about baseball because baseball season is damn near upon us. It and we wanted, we wanted to bring you on to really just kind of learn about the college baseball season, because I will admit, um, while I, I pay light attention in the past, you know, we have, we got to bring the content to people. So yeah. let's start with this. Tell us at a very general level, what the baseball season calendar looks like. Just um, like, when are we starting? When do players get involved? Like, when does it ramp up? When does it cool down? What, what's, yeah. what's, how does that happen? So they're, they're just into, um, like probably the, the second week of, uh, of, you know, full preseason practice right now. First game is in Waco Mar uh, against Maryland on February 18th. So, okay. Um, so like you know, mid February is when the season yeah. actually starts. Yeah, and I feel like it might have, it may have been later. Uh, I think they might have added a weekend on the front of the season at some point since I stopped playing. But um, you know, it's always kind of one of the last couple weekends in February. So, at, you bring up a really good question that I never had never really considered before. Now, as somebody who's played basketball for most of his life, and who's somebody who has has played football for a decent portion of his life, what what is a baseball practice like? What do you practice? Because you could just do all of this individually for the most part, I would think. What what happens at a baseball practice? 
it is more or less a lot of individual work um, in groups or whatever. And um, but the, I mean, the biggest part about practice is the kind of team defense stuff when there's a ball goes out to the fence and you're working on relays to get it back in quick enough. Um, okay. We work a lot of bunt. It's, it's a lot of defense because the sure. offense guys, they can go hit on their own and we can do the actual pitching work, you know, when we're in, actually in the bullpen or off a mound, um, like off to the side. So uh, it, it, it really is a lot of individual work except for, you know, maybe 45 minutes or an hour of working on team stuff, team defense for an offensive player. Like how often during the week are you, what is it taking batting practice? Is that like the major, is that the major uh, hitting practice? Like, I don't know even how to frame that. Are you pitching against? Yeah. It depends who you are. Right. Like, I'm sure Shea Langoliers and and I know Muncie, you know, Muncie'd be up there hitting off of a pitching machine throwing mid nineties. Uh, that's that's and, world champion uh, until Max late at night. To you. Most college players, you know, you get probably two hundred swings per practice. Um, okay. some of that being off of probably a pitching machine thrown pretty hard and some of it being like okay. hitting off a tee and soft toss and like working on technique. T ball. Okay. Yep. Okay. Basically. That's dope. Yeah, I remember um, T-ball. No dizzy bat, though. No dizzy bat. Uh, Max, I have a question about – sorry, Matt, did you have a follow-up on that? I don't want to – I really didn't. I, I just remember the the only time that – the first time I took live uh, pitching, like for like the first kid pitch practice that I attended, I, I received a ball that was barely high and barely inside, and I just said, nope. Not the sport for me. Too, nope, this is too volatile. It's good to learn uh, early. Yeah, I and I said no. Yeah. This isn't for me. Yeah, I, uh, I I regret not ever being someone who tried to play baseball. I feel like I would have had a good time doing it. Max, my question for you is: so I spent a lot of my life actively shitting on baseball, and I I really came around <laughs> to the idea of baseball like four years ago, and now I I tell people it's no longer a bit like I love the Mets. I love, I love watching the Mets and talking about the Mets. Um, so my question with all of this prefaced is I feel like baseball is the sport where you can be in the worst shape and still be pretty good at, like you, you don't have to be the most athletic person. So what I'm getting at is similar to being a college athlete for other sports like football, basketball, you kind of have to be in pretty good shape year round. Like, like you, you can show up to training camp a little overweight, but you got to get there. For baseball in the off season, do y'all just like big chill? Like, did y'all do anything, <laughs> or was it just like four and a half months of pretty hard work and then literally just staying alive and like healthy? No, I mean we still had like you do individual work, especially the offensive players. There's sometimes for pitchers where you just can't throw necessarily year round. Like that, you're just mm-hmm. asking for a, for a pop to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, hitters would would up there all the time and then we usually would have to you know we'd have lifting or something in the morning and then a, a, a second workout at like 2 30 or 3 in the afternoon for for pretty much three or four months kind of from uh the end of our fall oh. camp to uh to spring but you know we were out a lot or whatever, mm. or whatever. Can, can we can we talk <laughs> or whatever? Can we talk about the rules for a second? Because I'm relatively familiar with like MLB rules, but 
as you know, any smart person would know, there are differences between the college game and the pro game. Can you just kind of list off like the biggest differences? Because I don't even know any specific questions to ask other than uh, are the like are the bats different? Yeah, I mean, it really is just kind of the bats. Uh, if you got really technical with it, the actual baseball's different, and it kind of makes a difference. Okay, um, that's cool. I didn't know but, that. I had no idea the baseball was different. I just assumed yeah, the baseball was a baseball. Yeah, it's like a different company that makes it, or it's a different kind, of, like you know, different size seams that they put on them, and they change them in the minor leagues going up to the major leagues too. Um, okay, and that's like really technical, but it makes a difference for pitchers. Yeah, does it like affect one it affects way. spin yeah. or something? Yeah. Okay. There's some people that really like the fat seams in college, and some people that like major league baseballs are feel flat. And be on the lookout for our uh, new album as a ska trio, Fat Seams, uh, that will be releasing in March. Um, Max, can I ask you a question about watching baseball on TV? And I feel like this might sound really dumb. How do the announcers know so quickly what kind of pitch was just thrown? I have no they get fucking it wrong idea, Evan. How, Evan, how, they get it wrong? The, that they is get it wrong an amazing a lot. question. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll make so they're just spitballing? Matt, we could yeah, be baseball announcers. We could absolutely be baseball announcers. It depends who it is. Some people are just out there blowing shit, dude. They don't know anything. Really? That's a, I, that's I yeah, need but, to but it's, but it's stop like, trusting authority so much. It's like, well, because... you know, they always, they'll have the X player as the commentator in the booth or whatever. And if it's like, not, if it wasn't a pitcher, if it was someone that played shortstop or center field or something like that, like they're not watching mm-hmm. pitchers like a pitcher would be paying attention. So yeah. they're just kind of, oh, he threw an off-speed pitch. So he'll say slider, just kind of assuming it was probably a slider, but it's like half the time they're uh, do, Sometimes the do... simplest answer is, is right in front of you. It, they're fucking I mean, lying. God, they're fucking <laughs> lying. <laughs> they're absolutely lying. Can you, <laughs> like, can you do like a, a, a pitch primer for us? Like if you had to define in, in the most basic, you know, not talking about exceptions, like a fastball in my brain is just a ball that's thrown fast. That's in a straight, a straight line. Like there's no movement on it. Um, and it just goes straight. What, what are the other pitches? Like if you had to give the most baseline detail or, yeah, I mean, like the other, the other ones that pretty much everyone has is like a change up, which is made to look like the fastball, but be about, you'd want it eight to 10 miles an hour slower than the fastball. So, uh, spinning the same and all that. So backspin and it would just because it's not thrown as hard but it wouldn't really gotcha you know it wouldn't be a sharp um, and then curveballs and sliders are both going to be like starting high ending low you know 12 to 15 miles an hour off your off like slower and, than your fastball and they those are the ones where you can get the funny reactions out of people get them and i ball. i think i think that's my biggest question is you you could not you could give me a test with like four different gifts of a curveball or slider and i think i'd go over four mm-hmm. curveball um, slider Mac- are, sim- are really similar they're just one curveball slower than a slider but they, they do okay. similar thing. okay max i uh whether it be on a super nintendo or a playstation 2 or a psp <laughs> i have played a shit ton of baseball video games in my life like i've played a yeah. lot of them specifically Backyard like maybe the show um Backyard i actually baseball. didn't have a lot of reps on that uh, but when I was in high school, there was this app called like Super Mega Baseball 2000 or something, and my whole school mm-hmm. was playing it for like a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my question is, I'd like to do something if you're willing to agree to it. I would, I would always be my player pitcher, and you kind of like assign new pitches to your guy or stuff. And I was just kind of like 
picking the cool names because I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. So could I do some rapid fire like baseball pitches I've seen on my PSP and you tell me what they do? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Um, Did you okay, get to any of these or were they there? No, it's like you pick them from a list. So I'm just going to go through the ones that like I can think of off the top of my head. What does a palm ball do? This isn't like a bit. I'm not setting you up for a joke. I bet they're all going to be kind of variations of the four pitches okay. that I just uh, talked about. A palm ball is just oh, really? a different way to hold a change up. Okay. What does – okay. So it's like off speed. What does a fork ball do? So that's like a split finger, uh, and you you literally stuff the ball between your middle finger and your pointer finger as as far as you can, and then throw it as hard as you can, and it slips. That's out gotta hurt. It's that's you have to have hurt. big hands. You have to have big hands. Uh, and, Matt will never be a um, football thrower. Sorry. No. no <laughs> Unfortunate. No, no. Oh no! Uh, um, but it's like it, uh, man. I remember someone used to had someone a, a big name pitcher had one a few years ago. I just can't remember who it was off the top of mm -hmm. my head, but yeah, it's it's like it, it'll drop pretty hard and probably fall like off to the right or off to the same okay. side as you're on. Dang, being a pitcher, just picking those out of your head and tandem with your catcher has got to be such a cool feeling. Um, yeah, when you're when you're like in it with the catcher and you really trust each other and stuff, and like a lot of times in college, there's coaches calling pitches and stuff like that. But if you get oh. if you get a catcher you really trust and you get into it, it's like you don't you you're you don't even feel it. You're just going, and it's not it's mm -hmm. so it's so it makes it so easy. That sounds intimate. I am I like I'm discovering in real time that I have like an hour more of baseball questions. So <laughs> I don't know how long we were wanting to do this. Um, Evan, my next Evan, one. We haven't even started the baseball season, so there are other opportunities to have oh, Max yeah. on too. Yeah, there's a few and that can't wait to ESPN's okay. presentation online of college baseball. I would yeah. love to Baylor baseball. If you are on staff at Baylor and you're involved in the baseball department, Matt and I will free of charge commentate a game. Bring us in. Absolutely, that'll be a blast. Um, Max, Smith, right? what <laughs> the what the fuck is up with all of the signs in baseball there has so to be more signs. normal ways to do that communication there, there has, has to be so now you will see if you you know the nice part about all this espn stuff is college baseball is really accessible now and we can watch a lot of these games especially uh -huh. the ones that power five host schools and mm -hmm. um you'll notice that a lot of college players wear like quarterback style wristbands now and then they You're joking. Oh, they, so then they flash a number, me. and they only use a certain number of squares a certain amount of times, so you don't get picked. But wow. I hate wow. that because it's just like know your fucking signs. Um, just remember. Follow up question to that: It sounds like baseball teams do a lot of work to make sure the other team isn't cheating. But I don't know anyone who's played baseball that says that their team has ever worked on cheating. You know. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, right? I definitely caught. I definitely caught other people cheating. Really? Is what? And that brings up a good question about like. And we stole other people's signs all the time. Yeah, and some people consider like okay. stealing signs cheating. To you, Max, where is the line between gamesmanship and cheating? Uh. I know what you're getting at here, and the Astros fucked I, up, but I, we're not I, turning I, that World Series back over to anybody. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I definitely I wasn't. wasn't. That. 
I actually wasn't doing that. I want to know from somebody I respect, like, where is the line? Like, if where would that be? If you be? can't pick up on, if you can't pick up on something from the dugout or from your position. You're then, okay. Okay. Fair enough. But if you can see it from, yeah. at, from second base, if you're a runner on second, yeah, like it, oh, it's fair they'll game. Flash, they'll flash stuff to a hitter. Love it. If they, if they see it. a sign. But we then, you know, um, like we, a lot of people like we did with runners on second base, you go through a whole series of signs to try to confuse them just to call one pitch. But Gotcha. That's okay. so interesting. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, um, Evan, did you have anything else? Yeah. Well, I didn't actually come with any prepared, but they keep popping up. Um, I, do, I do have one more if you want to move to the next thing, but I, I feel pretty good about yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. Max, let's say you and I are at a party. It's like 1140. We're both really drunk. Matt's already gone home. Mm. Um, and I lean over and I, yes. And I lean (laughs) over to you and I say, Hey, can I ask you a real question? And you say, sure. Anything, Evan. And I say, what the fuck is going on with the MLB? What, what exactly are you going to say back to me? They hate their fans. Okay. (laughs) Actually, I think that, uh, yes, I would love to hear you talk about that. They, I mean, I've, I've seen just a few articles about it. I, I've talked to a couple of people that are locked out. I, you know, Monty and a couple of my other minor league buddies who've now made it to the, to the big leagues. Um, and that, you know, it, it, the, they hate fan engagement. They're stuck in the 1990s. The MLB and the NHL have way less exposure uh, to like Instagram and YouTube and all those kinds of channels. Um, and they're blacking yeah. out a lot of games and home networks. It's causing the TV deals to not be as big as they should be, um, which then is money that they don't get to pay the players. And yeah. even though they're all making tons and tons of money, I mean, it's just it, it's just an old school administration who doesn't want to change. And as far as as, the front as an of the Astros league. fan, as the the best example is as an Astros fan living in Austin, I could not watch Astros game. No matter if I wanted, I, I, I'm willing to pay way more money than it's worth to watch Astros games, and I can't do it. Yeah, you can there only is, ESPN like Friday night broadcast, and that's it. Exactly. Only national There broadcast. is no legal way, as it stands, for me to watch exactly. every Mets game in the season. Exactly. I cannot legally right. do the thing that I want to pay to watch. Exactly. It blows my mind. Blows my and there's there's other okay. stuff going on between the players and stuff, but that's a lot of their argument is that they're not um, because of all their all their video rights and all that that the MLB is holding on to that causes the lack of exposure. It's it's costing the players the ability to use those videos, and pictures, and stuff like that for themselves. And like, Absolutely. there there's probably twenty baseball players, maybe thirty or forty, that like would it not be for the incompetence of the MLB? would be worldwide superstars like mike Absolutely. trout should be on every billboard in every town yeah and do you know how cool tim anderson is tim anderson yeah. is like the coolest guy like and the the pirates have an amazing play like but i can't even remember his name just because fernando tatis right Did, oh, Padres. Like, Did he move? okay baseball um, knower that's the yeah, problem baseball knower Exactly right. He's and an MVP just, candidate. People don't even know which which P team he plays for. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I think it's probably time to move on to a couple of the voicemails that we got. We did ask for people, you know, because since baseball in general, just as a sport, it sometimes isn't the most appeasing to newer fans. So, how could we potentially, as a fan base, 
generate more ideas to make Baylor, not just Baylor baseball, but baseball in general, just more entertaining. Um, so we have, we have actually uh, a voicemail voicemail here from uh, Philip and uh, uh, the big boss over at 1012 Network. Um, let's see what he has to say. Hey guys, Philip Slavin from the 1012 Podcast and 1012 Network here. Uh, I don't watch a lot of baseball, but uh, mm. I, my proposal would be uh, once we get to extra innings, let's take a page out of the college football book and just say uh, after you have to go two extra innings, let's just have a home run derby. And whichever oh team hits the most home runs, that's the one that wins, right? That seems better. All right. Uh, keep it up, boys. I'm I'm finding it difficult to argue with that one. Would that I not like be that. just a blast? Barry Bonds would like have played that in six years old. playoff settings. Right. You have a designated hitter on the roster just for overtime home run derby. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. kidding me? That'd be hilarious. David it, Ortiz, I, Barry I Bonds, Daniel. they all play till they're 70 years Absolutely. old. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just the biggest, strongest jacked guy you can find to just mash him out of the park. I, I love that. Um, we also have a voicemail from JP, our, our, our uh, loved Patreon member here. Um, let's see what he has to say. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's your number one Patreon subscriber. Hey, maybe lean into the mic JP. there, JP. Uh, I figured if uh, I left him on a voice message, you'd have to put it in. Otherwise, I'd stop promoting you. That's true. So here we are. Um, I also played baseball for a very long time. And uh, so I am very well equipped to tell you that baseball is plenty entertaining. And mm. if the nation's attention span was longer than 30 seconds, then they would enjoy baseball very much. So baseball doesn't need to change. People need to change. And they need to get smarter. Obviously, it's a, it's a smart person game, and some people just will never get that. Um, as far as being able to tell when you are older, Matt, I heard you had a great night last night. Congratulations mm. to you. No. Um, once you have developed ability no. back problems at the age of 19, and that lasts until you're 22, uh, give me a call, and uh, we can talk. So in one phone call, JP managed to big dick me with my back hurts more than your back hurts. And also that we're all dumb for not thinking baseball can improve. JP, we're going to have to have a chat after this. He blamed TikTok Uh, for ruining baseball is what I heard. That's what I heard. The, the, the youths need to get smarter and have a longer attention. It's always good to tell consumers that they are the reason they don't like things. Like that's Uh, always a good approach. JP really angling for a job uh, with the league administration uh, during the lockout. I, you have to credit to him. That's really, um, that'd be a good way to go about that interview. Really? Yeah, actually. Oh, JP actually left another voicemail. Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now see this one. He's making good points in this one. Yeah. JP, why did okay. you lead with this? The last one for yeah, sure. he probably should have led with that. Okay, now I cut that. That makes a lot more sense now. Um, I'm I'm going to abuse the pig sound that I found <laughs> from from TikTok. Absolutely. Uh, that did did you guys have any recommendations on how to make baseball better? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> Give me your best one. Baseball is so solvable. Okay. It's so solvable. I'll solve it. You need to give airsoft guns to the outfielders. What? The and that's how that's how you can get caught stealing. None of that oh, throwing the ball across the diamond. Can we can we make it to where instead of an airsoft gun, it's just the really big darts or bigger yes. darts that can be shot? Yeah. Okay, I think that yeah. makes more sense. Bring your own projectile. Go crazy. 
there you go. Just a big slingshot with mm-hmm. a rock in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The high stakes on that one. But um, if the runner catches it, you're out. You got to get go. off the field. So, so it's like a dodgeball situation. Kind of. Okay. Maybe it's just dodgeballs. Oh, one more. They should play basketball instead. Oh, talk, about a, gonna... talk about a, a sport <laughs> with no flaws. All right. That's going to go take a nap for a little bit. And then we'll we'll bring him back here. Uh, we're gonna Max. You and I can talk about baseball here for a second. Uh, how would you improve the MLB? How would I improve the MLB, or, or just baseball? Just baseball. You know, maybe JP's not all that wrong. I don't know. Like less the commercial breaks need to be shorter as far as presentation on TV. That's what makes the games drag out long. They don't need to shot clock pitchers. That's stupid. Um, and you know, I think you, uh, make the balls go a little further, uh, stop drug testing people for anything. And, uh, uh, I agree more drugs in baseball, absolutely more drugs in baseball of all kinds. Like it, there's the, the stories of pitchers throwing, you know, some pitcher threw a no hitter on LSD in like the seventies. Oh my God. Yes. So you never know what's going to produce a great performance. Absolutely. And that's what sports are for. So I do not actually have the ability to unmute Evan. So we're going to see if he can unmute himself. I tried to put that in chat so he can unmute himself. There I thought okay. I thought you were making only a joke. I've been talking. Nope. To, I didn't know I was muted. Um, <laughs> as a pitcher, as a hitter, I would love it if the pitcher was on LSD. Why is it outlawed? If, if I'm going <laughs> to choose to make myself less plugged in, let me do that. You know how they have yeah. the winter classic? So like when it gets slightly warm – you just do the shrooms classic where every player has to do the same amount of shrooms right before a game. And it's just the most entertaining game of the year. And who holds their sell shit it. together better is going to win. Tell me that wouldn't be the better baseball team. Um, the more provide... baseball team. They'd be picking flowers in the outfield, doing all kinds Absolutely. of Absolutely. It's just, I love it. Can I provide one more suggestion to improve the sport of baseball? Absolutely. Once a game, the pitcher gets to throw a water balloon. And if you hit it, your team loses and the game's over. So uh, keep your eye on the ball because it might be a water balloon. <laughs> and you don't want to be the guy who swung at the water balloon. Maybe the water the balloon game for is what the outfielders keep for to keep people from there stealing bases. There it is. We, I, think we, I think we figured it out. But then they would <laughs> cheat by freezing them, making them easier to throw. And fucking this is, killing somebody. <laughs> this, is, this is where Evan says something like, and the water balloons are filled with piss or something like that. Yeah, that's... Matt, that is inappropriate. Yeah, I, you're right. I'm very sorry. I, They're filled with pickles. I balls. thought we were going to have fun tonight, Matt. And then you, could, then you say some crazy shit like that. Sorry, Max. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk about about baseball again. Sorry, I'm sorry for being inappropriate. Baylor's gonna be good. It's it's probably pretty hard to piss in a balloon anyway.